Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Equipped to Be Show with Connie Albers. Equipped to Be is a podcast dedicated to helping you discover and develop your unique strengths, gifts, and talents so you can apply them to all areas of life. So let's get ready to dive into how you are equipped to be. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Equipped to Be podcast. I'm so glad you're with us. I have a really exciting guest in the studio today. Um, actually, not in the studio, but we're recording with Lee Neheis. She is the author of a brand new book that is coming out in June. So right about the time this podcast airs, you will be able to get your hands on a copy of Countercultural Parenting. You are just going to love our conversation this afternoon. So let me just bring Lee in uh, to the program. Hey, Lee, thanks for coming on the show today. Hey, Connie, so good to see you. Thanks for having me. Well, I have really enjoyed your book. Um, thanks uh, so much for sending me a copy. You know, it gives me a little peek and an insight into the person that I'm speaking with. You are a mama of four. So if you would just take a minute or two and tell tell my audience a little bit about you and like your children, and then we'll segue into why you wrote the book. Oh, I love that. So my name is Lee. I'm married to Mike. We've been married for 20 years. We live in West Michigan at a Christian camp and conference center where my husband is a director of facilities and maintenance. And we have three campuses. So we're adjusting to new camp life. Um, And we have four kids. Uh, Right now we have two high schoolers, one middle schooler and one elementary schooler. So days are really full, really busy. Um, If I wasn't an author and a speaker and a podcaster, I'm busy enough with just my family. I love being a mom. That's awesome. You know, you've got to, I just have to say you, your podcast is made like Martha, right? The Martha, Martha I co-host the Martha, Martha and Mary, Mary show. show. Yes, that is a great podcast, by the way. So listeners, make sure you go over there and you tune in. Uh, she is, Lee is co-host with a dear friend of mine, Katie Reed. Katie endorsed actually both of our books. So you'll really enjoy that. Lee, what made you write this book, Countercultural Parenting? Well, I looked at what was happening in society, watching the news, it was just evident to me that we have a serious character problem going on in our nation, actually in our world. And after the last presidential election, I woke up that morning afterwards, I didn't even know who had won. And I was like, you know what, Lord, character lost. If, if it came down to who had the most noble character, we have a real problem. And yeah. like, Lord, what do we do? And he just kind of said, you know what? You need to raise that child. But Connie, I'd love to say that it was just out there. But when I simultaneously, we just were experiencing character problems here within our own home mm-hmm. and our kids. And um, I'd caught one of my kids looking at pornography and it just was devastating to me that character wasn't just an out there problem. It was an in here. And I started to realize this, you know, society is just a barometer of a large group of homes and that the work of rebuilding character starts in my home. And so that's really where the beginning of this book came from. You know, it's interesting because character, it used to be something that we ingrained in our children. I mean, it just was part of our conversation of parenting children. You know, I have, my children are older 
and character was, you, you found a lot of support for teaching virtues and character. That was just, that was just like part of the parenting gig. And somewhere along the way, I found that it is less of the conversation and it's more of, of controlling behaviors and the rules and academics. And so that's what I found refreshing about your book, especially in the beginning. I mean, you just, you come out of the gate with character, 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 character. And I love the humility with which you have written this book. You know, you're just pretty transparent and candid and, and, and very out there. So let me ask you, um, you help a lot of folks. Um, and I think this book is going to be very impactful for parents uh, going forward, but you you really talked a little bit about your son and how did you, like who helped you through your journey uh, with your son? Um, it, Cause he was struggling there for a little bit. Yeah. It was a devastating time for us because as you know, I'd already written a book on motherhood Yes, on godly motherhood. <laughs> and, and I was like, I wrote a book on raising heroes and my kid is struggling with pornography. One of the things that I had to do, Connie, was unwind my identity from the behavior and performance of my children. Yes. And I had to just say, you know what? He is a free agent. And as much as I'm teaching him, I like he's not going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I can't just let this unwind me as well, which I see a lot of parents do. It's a trap that we fall into. But the other thing is that I can't be shocked that my kid is a sinner in need of saving and grace. I am too, right? I am in desperate need of Jesus to show up in my life every single day. And so I can't be shocked when I find out that my kid has character problems. I do too. Mm -hmm. And I think when I realize that, I, I recognize this is not surprising. We're going to walk through junk, even if we're good parents. And so we just started to, first of all, we took away the cell phone. We took away electronics. We mm -hmm. took away the things that was feeding the problem. And as I look back on that time now, it was a devastating season for us. It was very difficult for my son who wanted to be trusted. He's a good kid. He fell into a trap that a lot of boys are going to fall into and a fall into that pit does not mean he's a bad kid. And, but we needed to shut everything down for a little while and assess the problem. So that's the first step that we took. And then I got support as a mom. I told a couple of trusted friends because I needed prayer and because I wanted accountability to follow through to disciple my kid. Mm -hmm. Well, you said something uh, about your son wanted to be trusted. What, mm. how did you, how did you navigate that? Well, the first you're thing taking said, away, you know, you're taking away everything and then, but yet he wants trust and you want to give him trust. So what did you do? Well, first is that you can't make sweeping strokes. I, I think about it like this. I was out kayaking with my husband the other day and um, stroking that oar on both sides of the kayak. And when you realize that you're off course, the temptation is to overcorrect, right? Like to lean. And what happens is the kayak flips and you end up in the water. And that's just not what we want to have happen in our parenting journey. We don't want to overcorrect and just like toss the whole thing, which is our temptation is just like, 
this whole thing is a dumpster fire. Everything's wrong. And it, it wasn't true. So I had to just be really careful to hold my feelings in check and just say, okay, he, what areas has he broken trust in and dial in? Has he lied to me? What has he done to cover this? And and to treat each, each part of that separately and to extend trust when I could, when it was possible to give him the benefit of the doubt, I did. Mm-hmm. And then I just also expect that we're going to take a trip back into the hole again. Most people who are recovering from something struggle to complete that process perfectly. And so I'm trying to give him as much trust, not as he's earned, but as much trust as I can give him in that season in as many areas as I can. That's very wise. I I liked what you said in your book. You said character is not your reputation. It's not who people think you are, whether classy or desirable or negative or off-putting. You know, as, as somebody who's written about the teen years specifically, um, I, I really resonated with that particular statement because our, often as a mom, we do equate character with the reputation. We look at the outward look, the face, are they answering us properly? Do they have, you know, they have the right mannerisms, you know, it's kind of like the active versus the passive child, you know, the active child's in your face, you know what they're doing. It's when the passive one catches you (laughs) off guard. and It's like, Oh, no, where have I failed? So I like how you have unpacked that. How is this, you know, like, when you're in the middle of a struggle, you've you've mentioned several things already. But when you're in the middle of the struggle, and families are, are really trying to figure out what to do. There was another thing I noted that you had written into the book, and that was the input and the guidance that your husband uh, gave, because I, I loved how you were transparent about your personality. Maybe it's just my personality over here, and my husband would do would interject. I loved how you fed off of each other, and I, I just want to tap on that for a second. How important was his role your husband's role in helping you navigate this with your son? Because that's a, that's a pretty touchy subject. It, it is. And we just need to acknowledge that probably a lot of our listeners are parenting solo and they don't have this resource, but praise God that I do. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for that, that he came alongside. My temptation is to flip my lid. You know, like to respond quickly. I'm a communicator. That's the way that God's wired me Mm -hmm. is to come up with words and to respond in an instant. That can get me into a lot of trouble. And so I pray now. I'm trying to train myself. Pray, don't panic. Pray, don't panic. Mm -hmm. But Mike is naturally more laid back and reserved. And when we were navigating this moment, he has nailed his I'm not surprised face with the kids. (laughs) I mean, he's just so measured. And having Mike walk into that situation and respond with me, I got to follow his cues. And part of that is involved Part of what is involved in that is just having a mutual trust and respect that I trust Mike's reaction and response to that too. So there's a trust element between parents when you're navigating this. And I've made this trip to the pit so many times where I cut off his legs in the middle of a discipline (laughs) moment. And I know a lot of parents do too, you know, like steal their thunder. But, But the truth is, is in this moment, it was great for me to just yield and follow his lead in the middle of this because he was the one who was more self controlled in the moment. Yeah, that's so true. Very true. Well, you know, is this book 
do you think it's relevant? You know, my children are all grown. And uh, do you feel like this is a relevant book for parents that have grown children? Um, maybe they're struggling with some issues that are impact negatively impacting them. There are character issues. How do you see that for a parents that have adult children? I think, honestly, and I say this humbly, I think this book is for everyone. Okay. Because it helps unpack what is character? What's it based on? What's it grounded in? Why do we esteem certain behaviors? Why does society agree on certain behaviors? And then if you are a child of God, if you are a Christ follower, then we found that on something entirely different. And that changes the trajectory of not only our parenting when our kids are young, but also our parenting as we walk with adult children. We come alongside them as they grow, even even when they grow and they have families of their own. We have to all have in mind what the goal of parenting really is. And And I just lay it out plain that my goal in parenting is to raise children who know, love, and bring glory to God. That is countercultural, whether they're in preschool, whether they're in elementary, middle, high school, or whether they're adult children, or you're walking alongside of grandchildren. What is the goal? And if you're asking that question, like, what is the goal? Where does character come from? Why? Then this is really the book for you, whether or not you find yourselves with little kids inside your house. Yes. I mean, I agree with with you. Uh, all of us have character issues. Um, uh, unfortunately, we wish we didn't, but we do, and they creep in. And I love something that you said earlier, Lee. You're like, I think we might stumble back into this pit again. I think that's wise for parents to have that mindset that uh, we we usually have to revisit things a few times uh, before lessons are really learned, and, they, and we see a true heart change in our children, in, in how they think, how they process the world around them, how they learn to navigate triggers, temptations. You have a section in your book where you talked about temptations. You know, we're all tempted in area, in certain areas. Not everybody's tempted in the same areas, but we all have something that could tempt us to uh, not really obey the Lord and get ourselves into some trouble. Uh, I think that's important that you talk about that uh, and then you mentioned about not comparing, you know, we can't, you, you reached out to a couple trusted friends. Do you find that uh, you're very selective in who you, you share sensitive information with? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I also put that moment in my book. So you need to know that I didn't do that while that was still an ongoing issue. And I did that with my kids permission. And at first, years later, I have his permission to tell this story. And it's always with the caveat, as long as you tell them I've changed. And the truth is, is as long as there's mudslinging going on, I wouldn't feel, as long as we were rolling in it, I would not feel comfortable telling this story. Right. Um, and, and, and it is his story. But the truth is, is like, I would go back and kiss that moment and say, thank you, God, for the moment we fell into that pit, because we have learned so much as a family. And my child knows 
the grace and forgiveness of God, that break in our lives has actually made us stronger. But in the moment, we have to be so careful about who we invite in. And so I actually asked his permission to tell a few people about what I was going through and said, I need support. And I need to be honest, Connie, he said no (laughs) at first. And then I was like, here's the thing. This impacts my life too. So I am telling someone you get to help me decide who. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting that you say that because our children do need to know that their actions impact the whole family. I often talk about we are a family and our goal, our goal is to do life together, not to see them turn 18 and see you, mom, see you, dad. Thanks for all that stuff you tried to teach me, but I don't buy any of it. And and that's really when we have a a hiccup, a glitch, a stumble, a face plant in our family while our children are in our home, we're better able to equip them when they stand on their own, whether it's in college or they're just living on their own. They've, you've, from what I've read in your book, Lee, you've given him the tools that he needs that should mom and dad not be there. And you're not, you know, you're not there. He's able to reach out to you and say, hey, and you mentioned a little bit about that. You, you got a phone call, but you've equipped him to be able to uh, navigate this on his own. And that is so, so important. You know, one of the things, and Connie, you just feel free to interject here too, but one of the things that I've just found so useful is not just telling my kids that they're rock stars all the time, but reminding them that we all fail in a number of ways. And so at our table, we often at night say, what was the high of the day? What was the low of the day? I know a lot of listeners probably do that as well. But one of the things we've also added is, what do you wish you could do over today? And then Mike and I, my husband and I start first. And often it leads to a time where we interacted with a child in a way that we just wasn't good, you know? And so we're leading that conversation with them saying, we practice forgiveness in our household. We practice confession, repentance, and forgiveness here. And those aren't just words for church. Those are words for life, you know? And so... That is something that I want my kids to understand is home is a place where it's safe to fail and come back again. And that's that's something that we model is that we are not perfect and we don't cover over those imperfections. I love it. I love it. Lee, thank you for joining me. I know you are preparing for a really big year of this book launch and the impact that I believe your book is going to have on families. It's a, it's a great, uh, it's a, it's a great guide. And what I love about how you've written this book is you're writing it from a perspective of, listen, Uh, we're all in this together. And God has a say, I'm not your family. My husband's not your husband. If you're married, my kids aren't your kids. But the calling on our family is that these kids are a treasure. They're They're a gift from God. And he's given us the responsibility to steward and to steward them wisely and to teach and train them in the way they should go so that when they are old, they won't depart from it. It doesn't mean, and nowhere in your book that I found, did you say, here are the three simple steps? Because really what I found is, you was like, well, there's no simple steps, but there is God. (laughs) (laughs) And so Lee, tell, uh, tell the audience here where they can find you and when your book will be out. 
I love that. The book comes out June 9th, but God bless Amazon. It released a month early. So Woo-hoo! if you order it today, you can get it early. I would love to do that. Um, my website is weaningheist.com, and that's terrible to spell. So go ahead to counterculturalparenting.com, and you can find it all there. And Connie, you can also find a character quiz on there to oh. help assess ways that your child may be struggling. And then we just begin to unpack steps that we can take to come alongside of them. That is awesome. And you're also everywhere on social media. Uh, Your books can be sold. Did you say your books are on Amazon? Are they also in other bookstores or you just primarily Amazon, your, your website? Yep. If you are blessed enough to have an open bookstore, you should be able to find them wherever books are sold. <laughs> Hopefully that's coming soon. Um, well, listen, you um, folks, I'll have a link to all of her sites uh, that you can find her. But Lee, thank you for obeying the whisper of the Lord to write this book and putting yourself out there. I know that's not an easy task. And uh, thank you for coming on the show today. I'm just grateful that you were able to be with me. Oh, Connie, it's such a great day to have a conversation about parenting with you. Thanks for talking to me. All right. We'll talk again. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.